them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we're jumping into the mail sack. We've got some nerd news. We're going to have our WandaVision after party. Bring it. We're also going to take an obligatory uh, trip to purgatory. (laughs) (laughs) But first, I mentioned it before. Ladies, let's jump into that mail sack. Get it. Mm-hmm. Get in there. We're in it. Okay. We got a few. Yeah. A few this week. All right. Uh, of the email variety. We had a very active week on Twitter as well because we did our Winona after show and lots of the tweeting. Um, but we'll get to some tweets later that are <laughs> <laughs> not, not the best news. Uh, anyway, so this first one comes from Gabriella. And she says, greeting Snop, oh, where to even begin? Just wanted to send out a little, which will probably end up being a very long email. Note, thank you. Thanking you ladies for an awesome podcast that pretty much covers everything and anything I love, nerdy stuff, and being out. From the awesome theme song, thank you, and segment <laughs> intros to the topics covered, a big thank you. Snop was recommended to me by a friend. Shout out to Jade at nerdy underscore jade 07 at instagram hey jade and, yeah hey jade and i'm slowly trying to catch up on past episodes while staying on track with the new ones in regards to the comment about murder boards in the last episode as soon as it was brought up i immediately thought of kate beckett on castle with her mother's murder <laughs> all tacked up behind some shutters in her apartment and everyone seemed okay with this on the show I think there was even a line delivered by maybe Nathan Fillion that says, I forgot she lives with this every day or something along those lines. How very, very sensitive and understanding of, of someone who just found a hidden murder board that someone had. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it has been a while since I binged that show. And that is from Castle, of course. I guess on the topics of, on the topic of murder boards, it would have to be on a case by case by case basis on whether or not I would just nope out of that situation. <laughs> Having a wall of weird a la Chloe Sullivan quirky but acceptable. Having pictures of a scene of your mother's murder, including pictures of the dead body and evidence, would be kind of concerning. But then again, it's Stana Kachik. Okay, well, how do you say her name? I don't know. Stana Kachik. Kachik? Is it Kachik? Kachik? Don't know, Tara. Someone correct us on that one. asking Kat. Okay. (laughs) It would probably stick around as Castle did. That's true. Yeah, hmm. uh, that would be <laughs> concerning. Yes, behind the sh- shutters, you had a picture of your mother's murdered dead body yeah. up. And, I mean, I would I have, have some questions. Of the body. It, that's mean, what it said. Says, I, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. But if I mean, why does she have to have the actual picture of the body from? Yeah, I wouldn't. That, I that would be a question a I would have for her. That would be <laughs> one enough. of the things I would ask. Fair enough. Uh, so no. Gabriella goes on to say, super excited yet saddened for the return of Winona Earp. If this next episode does a follow does follow a midsummer midsummer night's dream theme, then boy are we in for a treat. Then again, I've only seen one production of the play and it was <laughs> disco themed called The Donkey Show. Ooh. Yes, that kind of donkey <laughs> show. But no, no donkeys were in the actual production. That's good. Mm. So my expectations <laughs> might be a little skewed. Then again, they are at a strip club. 
I hope the episode lived up to your expectations, Gabriella. <laughs> and as I'm catching up on episodes, jumping around here and there, did that Grey's Anatomy podcast idea ever take off? I've been watching Grey's for about 16 years now. Yep, started watching during season one back in 2005. And every time 16. I watch a new episode, I ask myself, why am I still doing this? <laughs> I'm Good always question. interested to hear other people's takes on the show since those who started watching with me have not kept up. Thanks again for the awesome podcast. Keep up the awesome nerding out. A fellow snop tart, Gabby. Well, Gabby, <laughs> the Grey's Anatomy uh, podcast did not did not take off. I did not go with that. I realized I I was too too busy and lazy, and so <laughs> I only have time for this podcast. Uh, but I I try to talk about it on here as often as I can. But there weren't that many episodes in the first. Uh, part of season 17 of Grey's. Uh, but there, it's coming back next week, so we'll have some stuff to talk about. And we'll talk about Grey's a little later mm. in today's show as mm-hmm. well. We have a little bit of news that I'm going to debunk. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Oh. Thank you, Gabby. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks for listening. Thank first, you. first time emailer, yeah? Yeah. I love Very it. Cool. Long-time listener, like input on the murder board. You know, we're getting a lot of good feedback about the murder board. The question was, if you were dating someone or yeah. Maybe a new friend or something who walked into their house and they had a legit murder board with things pointing to things and yeah. pictures of stuff. Would you be curious or would you be scared? Right. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know if I'd be scared of them, but I'd be scared that maybe being with them would make me a target. That's fair. Oh, wow. You, right, you jumped right to the conspiracy into part of it. Right. Well, they were really <laughs> deep into something because someone close to them had been murdered. And they were like investigating and secretly doing all this stuff, you know. It's, I, you know, by association. I mean, what that. if they, someone kidnaps me for leverage? <laughs> wow. I, you got to think about all that. Would that would be like people. an awkward conversation. Like, where did you find the murder board? Like, were, were you were snooping you snooping already? Right. right. We're like, maybe it's none of your business. And <laughs> no. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Mind your goddamn business. I only have a dream board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's questionable enough. Yeah, Although exactly. did get my dream truck. Tara did get her dream truck off I her did. dream board. I did. So they oh. were. It was a 2016 Chevy Colorado. And I realized when I found unpacked the dream board, I've lived in this house for a year uh, the other day. And I was like, oh, I did get that truck. Good that's for me. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Those things work, huh? Side note. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to read an email from Carla. Mm. Carla says, hi, guys. Actually, no, I lied. She says, hey, guys. Oh. Hey. <laughs> my name hey. is Carla. Hey. My name is Carla. I with am- a K. Carla with a K. I'm a Mexican erper currently living in Florida. I found your podcast back in what it feels like season one of quarantine. <laughs> you know, when we all thought this whole pandemic was going to be over in like three weeks and we all were fighting over toilet paper. Doing puzzles and baking bread. Uh, the those, good old days. Those were the good old days, weren't they? <laughs> she says, I have a big confession to make. I started listening because of the amazing Cat Braille interview you guys did, and I didn't think I would keep listening because dot, dot, dot. Well, I'm, I'm familiar with probably 5% of the shows you talk about on your podcast. I'm not a big fan of sci-fi or the, co- or the comic universe except for Winona Earp. But I really love the dynamic of your podcast, your sense of humor, your rants, your awesome theme song, and overall your friendship. Oh, friends. Carla. She says, since I'm an erper, I've been enjoying each one of the episodes. That's when I go full on nerdy. And I'm looking forward to listening 
to your season 4B reactions. Tara, I never cared for Calamity Jane, but if that cat makes an appearance on the show, I will scream for you. Keep up the good work. Lots of love, Carla. Wow, Carla. Low blow. <laughs> I do appreciate your honesty there. Uh, but, you know, she's it's, not for everyone, but she's I mean, an important character. What did she ever do to anybody? I was going to say, like, she yeah, never like, really does. Like her? I'm, yeah, I'm she doesn't do anything. interested to know where this dislike comes like, stems <laughs> from. Do you, in general, not like cats, or is it just like she do something specifically? Just wanted, interested to know. But listen, Carla, thank you for emailing. But thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you we for take listening. All, we love all opinions. Yes. We do. Yeah. We do. I just want to know more. That's all. And, thank uh, you so much. Yeah. And in case you do want to send us an email, you can send that to SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Just a reminder. Or you can write us on Instagram or Facebook at SheNerdsOutPodcast. Or the Twitter at SnotPodcast1D. There you go. Moving on to mail from someone called AK. Have we ever oh, heard of this AK? No. This Who is, is this AK? New, new to me. Hi, AK. The subject I like is enhanced nomenclature. <laughs> I feel like she's trying to educate us with every email. I feel like we like, need These it. La- ladies need some help. I, mean, I appreciate it, though. It's good Hello, luck, Hello, my stop I have to link. Google at least one word every time. At Do least, wanna, yeah. I, I assume it's nomenclature that you're Googling, not enhanced. But... <laughs> She starts off, hello, my snopplings. I have a feeling you girls will always be snopplings in my mind. I mean, unless you definitively declare yourselves not to be. I'm not a total git. Git? Whatever a git is. Git. I'm okay with <laughs> I'm, I'm good with snopplings. But I'm all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I like yeah. snopplings. But Whatever. Here, well, get ready. She throws out another good term. So now the snop listeners are officially your snop tarts, huh? Cute. I can live with that. Though just at present, and possibly this is something I have in common with Rachel, I'm less a snop tart and more a snop snop sickle mm, mm, ah, snop sickle i like that amazing it's bloody nippy out this morning i feel sorry <laughs> for the lambs being oh, born into this some of them are blank. properly tiny now you oh god thankfully, the male blankets who probably <laughs> thankfully the first earlies are barn raised they get to go back in at night so they won't freeze to death oh, well, thank goodness. yes lambing means both the actual act of birthing sheep but also refers to the entire lambing season which re- typically runs from february to april here i see i feel smarter again there you go she taught you if you're not familiar with ak she lives in the cotswolds of england in a paradise uh, kind of world there's like gorgeous. Um, sheep so speaking of baby a- sheep just coziness everywhere the lambing season it's the lambing season i mean she could be making that up <laughs> we wouldn't feel like we wouldn't is. know but, I'll but she continues speaking of fantasy worlds wandavision arg she said or arf arvg well I'm, I'm too english to lose my shit as it were but gosh that was quite the ride um but yes, we will be discussing WandaVision on this episode, and yes. I'm right there with you, AK. I have to make a decision. So far, I've only listened to the first of your 4A episodes. I wanted to avoid spoilers, but it may be a rather long time before I get to see any of four, and I've already heard things about stares and engagements mm. and some rando teenager. I don't know whether to just give in and listen to all of it, so at least I can join in with you on some of the excitement, even very vicariously. It's a quandary. Four Episode four or episode seven has landed. There's an after show party and doubtless there will be more discussions and ah, fuck it. I just think I'm <laughs> the entire next podcast is going to be one giant, one big spoiler alert, isn't it? I can yep. see you being able, I can't see you being able to contain yourself. Nope. 
Not Thank at you all. for hooking up with hooking me up with Mish and Cynthia. They're epic. This game is going to be fun. <laughs> Yay! Hope you girls know where your D20s are. Ooh, I don't know what D20s that's are. A they are is that the dice? Twenty sided yeah. dice. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. AK, we do do. I got mine right here. They're in this oh, box. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go. go get some special ones. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. We're doing a- this. AK, we are separating our our. Our Winona apps from our regular yes. apps. So yes. we'll, we will touch on some purgatory in the regular podcast. We won't be podcast. super spoilerly during this podcast. You can always skip that part if you want. Yeah. But we might be a little spoilery, but you, I get it. I get it. I, I, Who knows when you'll actually see the episodes. So That's it might tough. be torture to wait. And I don't know what I would do. Someone in another country was able to download the episode on Google Play or for. A on Google Play, but they had to have some kind of US converter thing, but maybe oh it's something gosh. you can get. She said it was a $2 subscription on something. It was on oh. Twitter. I saw it. I wish now I had paid more attention to who that was. But yeah, it was like a $2 subscription to get this converter thing that allows you internationally to watch my own is it, ERP. Is it like buy a, it on Google Play? A VPN, maybe? Like that the- sounds right. I, I'll look more into it. Okay. But <laughs> I just you thought, and I was like, oh, that's fun because I've been seeing a lot of tweets from people. I've, uh, internationally that can't see it. Yeah, I would be super frustrated. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I would just have to, yeah, I don't know what I would do. I would just have to FaceTime a friend in the U.S. and have them hold the phone up to the That's TV actually, while that- <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. Can we periscope that? <laughs> is that? Is that illegal? Probably. Oh, Probably. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I but do not condone. If it's over international condone. waters, Probably even more illegal then. Fine, fine. Yeah, Interpol will come knocking if you do that. <laughs> well, until then, we'll just have to give play-by-play recaps, which will be just as good as seeing the show. <laughs> just as good. Just picture it in your mind. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. I think we're done with Is that all the mail the, the mail sack? That's yeah. the sack, yeah. Tie up the sack. We'll cinch it up. All right, we're heading over to some nerd news. Nerd news, nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Oh boy. Well, all right. Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, me and Gabby, um, Mm. Gabby in her email that she wrote us says she's been watching since the beginning. That's a long ass time to be starting with Grey's Anatomy from 2005. I started a few years ago when it came out on Netflix and I've watched it three times now all the way through. Wow. Yeah, it's my comfort show. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Just that's think great. about it. That's a lot of that's a, a lot, lot of hours effort. invested. I put it on when I clean. It's just my show. Um and so there's an article out here from TV Line says Grey's Anatomy's Ellen Pompeo talks Grey's and it's fate ahead of the mid-season return. If it is ending, I want to make sure we do it right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no. No. Nope. Even though sometimes I to watch Grey's and you think like, oh, you know, it's a completely different show than it was at the beginning. But as humans, we are completely different than we were at the beginning. So we all go, we have our changes and it doesn't make it better or worse. It's just, you know, Hmm. the things we, we are going through. And I love it. I love being able to go back and watching young Ellen Pompeo. You know, it's really great. And then anyway, I'm getting, I'm starting my (laughs) Grey's podcast now. I'm going to stop. All right. So uh, when Grey's returns, it returns next week, Thursday, March 11th. It may not be actually this week. Um, if you're listening mm-hmm. to this, it's Tuesday. So it comes back on Thursday. It might not there be you. just the beginning of the end of season 17. It may be just the beginning of the end period. Oh, boy. Mm. 
think this is all balderdash, but whatever, I'm going to read it. In an interview with CBS Sunday Morning, leading lady Ellen Pompeo revealed that she and her fellow producers were still contemplating whether the long-running ABC series would return for a season 18. I can't say one way or the other, she insisted. We honestly have not decided. We're really trying to figure it out right now. Well, you know what, Ellen? It all depends on you because the head of the ABC network has said, as long as Ellen is still in, we are still in. So she goes on to say, what story do we tell? And if there isn't a story to tell, the, the, the dilemma becomes how to close the doors on Grace Sloan in a satisfying way. You don't. You don't, Ellen. You never end it. You keep going. <laughs> Hospitals goes don't on to close? Say, exactly. To end, I can give you a lot of, look, I work at a hospital. I can tell mm. you some stuff. I can tell you some, some crazy stuff you never would have thought of. We just had some crazy stuff go down lately. Oh, wow. Uh, I can give you some stories, Ellen, if you... If you want to know, if you're looking for something, I got it. Wow. And she says, to end a, a show this iconic, how do we do it? The, actor, the actress mused. I just want to make sure we do this character and this show and the fans. I want to make sure we do it right. Mm. It won't be right if you just up and end it after this very short season. I will not be okay with that. I get it. I get it. They've redone some of the same, but whatever. We're not here for the freaking stories in the more. We're here for the characters. I'm here for Meredith Grey. Will you no? When they finally do, Tara, I have bad news. The, one day this show will end. That's what you say. Okay. Okay. Well, let's you just pre- told that to the Simpsons, and <laughs> it's still you. going. <laughs> That's fair. Let's live in a world where one day Grey's Anatomy will will uh will will end. Okay. Okay. Will there ever be a satisfying ending for you? <laughs> Tara looks this very. Year. Torn no. up about this. I, okay. I, you know what? Give me till 20. Doing even 20 because that gives Meredith enough time. She has a love interest right now, but that gives her enough time to develop it for it to feel, which I really do enjoy. Right. Um, but it would feel too soon just to end it after this pan- weird pandemic. I feel like year. this would be a weird time to it end would be it weird. When they were hampered by and when external they can, forces. Exactly. Okay. When they could come back, you know, for 19, just do 19, and then you got 20. You got the even 20. And you're good. And then you can promote the hell out of it being the last season. Sure. I mean, people, it's still like ABC's number one hit show. Yeah, it's a huge show. It's People obviously are watching it. And, you know, yes, some people say, oh, some of these stories are just, you know, tired and this and that. Whatever. That's a comfort show. People are watching it. You know, until you just tank and ratings. You can't even say that, oh, the fans just don't want to see it, you know, for the people that have been around for 16, 17 years. Right. I'm on my soapbox now. I don't want Grace to end. I was very upset looking at this because Ellen, if you go, we go, Ellen. If you're on the show, we watch the show. Wow. You're so saying they right- did kind of tease a Joe spinoff in the uh, earlier in season 17. And I am here for that, but <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Okay. Hmm. My Ellen looks beautiful best. in this photo, by the way. <laughs> she is a beautiful woman. She doesn't need no man. She's <laughs> gone through a lot of shit. She is there on her own terms. There you go. I mean, the end. What do you say? What do you say to that? Give me 20, Ellen, <laughs> and then I will be content. You need time to mentally and emotionally prepare for the Right. I, this would be heart-wrenching if all of a sudden they're like, nah, this is it. We're just going to. 
wrap it up. Yeah, you they're know? not going to do no that. No way. No I way. I don't think they will. You know, I she think was they'll asked to another season. Exactly. Uh. She was asked a question. She had to give an answer, and that was her answer. Like, this is not. They can't end it this year. That's, Look, that- she hooked me. Already I'm like, well, maybe I should be tweeting more about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Plan Get on that. Ellen. <laughs> Love you. Ellen. Bring right. back uh, Lexi. If you, they can do it. They just bring back Lexi. Kyler Lee. Just put her, you know. I don't know what I don't care means. how she's resurrected. <laughs> don't know what that means. Oh. <laughs> well, you're missing out. <laughs> Lexi Gray is a national treasure. Got it. Is that her sister or something? Yes. That is okay. Her See? Okay. That was a good guess. Well, Although I do love Maggie. Love her. Maggie? Who, and if who, who they doesn't? take Maggie away from us, <laughs> I'm going to be really fucking mad because Meredith does not need that shit in her life. It's too much. Too much. For is anyone. Maggie a, a dog or? No. Other, it's her <laughs> other sister she didn't know about. It's another other sister? Secret, yes. It's her other half-sister oh, that she didn't know about. about. Okay. She has two God. secret half-sisters I remember her. that she didn't meet later in life. So sorry. She has two secret One half-sisters? One tragically in a plane crash. The other is... <laughs> I've been well, Wait, and I love the one her. you want. Really a great Tara, one they're one. running out of stories. On no, this no, show. it's a soap opera. You don't, you don't turn on Grey's Anatomy for realism. I work at a ho- I work at a hospital. I know uh, how crazy this shit is. But then again, I see some crazy shit go down. And I'm like, you know what? It's not impossible. Some at some hospital somewhere, <laughs> this shit has probably happened. Fair enough. Well, send them some stories. Keep them going. Yeah, I will. Invite Ellen over for a hospital visit. Oh. Okay. In case she hasn't been in enough real hospitals in her life. <laughs> yeah. Research. Do some research. Research. Well, Tara, are you done with your <laughs> box of soap? Was that like a pseudo rant? I don't know what I was uh, about. Pretty close. I'm just saying. I know what it's in. Accounts. Okay. Trademark. All right. Well, <laughs> we have another item, a, a pretty sharp right or left turn. Uh, if you hadn't heard of the Snyder Cut of Justice League, mm-hmm. um, I don't know where you've been, but it's coming out in the very, very near future. However, according to uh, wegotthiscovered.com, which <laughs> it's a great just name. throws words at a refrigerator with the little word <laughs> magnets and come up with your website title. No offense. I mean, this is cool. It's better but, than that other guy. What was the other? Oh, oh this, we're not. Cock. Something. Oh, we won't even say it. I feel like Doomcock. Wasn't it Doom, or something? Oh, Doom Doomcock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is miles. Well, that, right? according to according to oh, scooper boy. Mikey Sutton of Geekosity, <laughs> Warner oh. Brothers executives are quote not impressed with the Snyder cut that basically <laughs> throws all the stuff Snyder originally wanted to do back in and all the yeah. stuff out and Man. making it into a four hour epic. Mm. It says. Uh, Despite the positive buzz surrounding the re-release online, Warner Brother higher-ups are said to still be unhappy with it as they never liked what Snyder was doing in the first place. <laughs> oh, damn. The, the they scooper, can't even pretend to like it because now it's like could be a hit for them. They well, can't the scooper even claims that it was Warner Brothers' parent company, AT&T, that picked up on the whole release the Snyder Cut campaign, saw an opportunity to cash in on the buzz, and said, we gotta do it. Oh, boy. Um, so with its release imminent, Warner Brothers apparently has a serious lack of faith in the project and simply <laughs> yeah. want it to go away. So Says they even dropped the news about the J.J. Abrams, the fact that he's working on a Superman reboot. They dropped that last week, uh, supposedly to pivot attention away from the Snyder Cut. So it comes out March 18th. We'll see. I I liked the oh, Whedon version. Up, huh? It seemed a little yeah, more fun. Seemed- so if this turns out to be a four-hour slog through 
monotonies. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I won't be surprised that they weren't thrilled. And it's, it's interesting that it was possibly AT&T that said, we can make some money. Let's do this thing. Well, right. Make, which makes make sense. Make their money, you know? Yeah. And they uh, will. They will. I'll watch it. Maybe not all at once, but I'll watch it. Well, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly at this point, it sounds like it's a mess. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there for, uh, for Wonder Woman. <laughs> It's basically yeah yeah same. okay yeah I can get on board that's with that exactly the Wonder Woman part is uh why yeah that's why I like it and you know it's Aquaman we'll in it. I like him too yeah Aquaman is there Flash Cyborg they're all there okay. it'll just be interesting to see the tone yeah. of the proceedings the and I'm, I'm afraid of yeah. yeah so we'll see we shall see well here's news of a very different movie with a very different tone. We've talked about Galaxy Quest on this show. I the love greatness, Galaxy Quest. The greatness of mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's very funny. And recently Sigourney Weaver was asked about a possible Galaxy Quest sequel. And this is from movieweb.com. Apparently she spoke to Collider.com. She says that... Uh, so it sounds like they had a, a sequel kind of lined up ready to go after the original movie... But because the writer, Bob Gordon, I guess in the final cut of the original, uh, the studio took out a bunch of like the wittiest scenes because it, it was not not Rude. appropriate for kids. They wanted to oh. market it as a kid's movie. Oh, oh weird. On. It's supposed to be a kid's movie? I just so No, but so they, they, I guess okay. they wanted to appeal to a bigger audience. And so they ended up taking out a lot of the wittiest scenes. And Bob Gordon was like, yeah, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm taking my mm-hmm. sequel and I'm going home. Okay. So he he didn't want them I to get their, their hands on it. And so now, though, it seems like it's back on the table. Uh, and she's well, and apparently there was a series, maybe they're going to do a, a revival series. I would love if they that would be fun. If they did. That would be so much fun. Serious way. Yeah. And so that here, would be fun. That would be great. So here's if we got this, to see kind of behind and in front of. Like a galaxy quest itself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so here's a quote from Sigourney herself. She says, it will be the story of the old ancient galaxy questers being brought into this series with another young cast. (laughs) I haven't read them. So that means. That would be fun. That means them. That means scripts. That means this could be a series. Mm -hmm. She says, I haven't read them, so I don't know the details, but I think that everyone in galaxy quest would love to participate because it was such a wonderful experience for us. How they will find someone to replace Alan Rickman, who passed away, unfortunately. Uh, she says, don't know, but I think they have a very good idea of who who to do it. He's irreplaceable eternally. I think there may be good news on that front, but I haven't heard about it in these six months. So when it when it when so when it's going to happen, I'm not sure. Hmm. So it sounds like it's alive. It's out there. Sounds, it like sounds just like, what I need right now in my life. Oh, my God. I would love that so much. Of course, Wasn't it was, the original? It's... it's just you got Tony Shalhoub. I mean, oh, it yeah. was a, such a Sam great Rockwell. Ca- random cast in this. So off, good. Off the was wall it the movie. original? Not was it a hit at first, or was this one that as it as time progressed, like it it built this really big cult audience, or was it I, a hit when it came I out? I don't remember if I it was a hit. It certainly wasn't. I know like it's gained status. Oh, so yeah, yeah, it's kind of. It's definitely gained a following. It's more than like a cult hit because I feel like. Or you're like a cult class. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's yeah, but I well feel like it's loved, one that but... definitely the. I guess it was probably well received when it came out, but I just feel like it's one that as people, the farther we've gotten from it, the memories yes, have just the, been, the love is of it has built. grown. Yeah, 
Right. Uh, it's just such a fun movie. I love it so much. It holds up. Absolutely now, Tim, holds up. Tim Allen has become a little, a lot more unlikable to me. Since so, he's problematic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Sigourney. It's fine. Sigourney, Tony, I love her. I mean... Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, yeah. So funny. Be a lot of fun. Even, yeah. was it Justin Long that was in? Yeah. Yes. He was the young kid. kid. Yeah. Absolutely. Missy Rain- Pyle. Go Missy Rain- Pyle. Oh, yeah. Enrico Colin Tony. I never oh. say his right name right. Veronica Mars' dad. Yeah. Rain uh, Wilson, uh, isn't uh, it? Oh, yeah. Elias from P.Y. Uh, yeah. So many good. It's a great cast. Oh, it's fantastic. So, yeah, we're here for that. I hope this happens. I hope it's good. You know, sometimes, how many how many years do people want the Anchorman sequel? Then it came out and it was like, eh, okay. But I feel like <laughs> Galaxy Quest, it's been long enough. I mean, mm-hmm. and I like the concept of them doing a show with, like, a younger cast. I think that sounds really good. That's cute. Really that's cute funny. Idea. Yep, that's fun. And I love if they would bring back, like, Justin Long and those some of those yeah. random fans that were fans yes. then and are still fans, just like many of us are. Oh, the, they would have you know, to be, right? Yeah. They have to be still fans. Yep. <laughs> uh, Wendy, is there another bit of news you want to talk about? Possibly. Pat, here's a question. Have yeah. you heard of the show All Rise? All Rise. No. I don't watch a lot of network TV. What is it about? <laughs> yeah, you work on that show. <laughs> Give it up. That's because you're too busy working. Well, actually, making All Rise. All Rise. You are a very integral part of that show. I've actually seen a lot of that show. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Well, did you know, Kat? That on March 15th, on that show All Rise, there's a very, very, very special guest star. Her name is Amy Acker, definite uh, bonafide friend of the snop. That's right. And uh, she is appearing on your March 15th episode of All Rise. I've I've heard and seen this to be true, yes. Well, in case any of our (laughs) listeners are unaware, in case you didn't see our tweet to that effect, Amy will be guest starring on All Rise on March 15th. So watch it. I can't we'll say show. I can't say a lot, mm-hmm. but what I will say is that I think fans of this show, if you like Amy and you like the Snop, I think you're going to like the character she plays. Mm. Yeah, that's all. That's all I can say. Okay, tune in. That's a tease, Tara. That's what we in the business call a tease. I'm teased. I'm tickled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. March fifteenth uh, is also my birthday. Hey. Oh, is it? Hey, happy well, birthday! We'll all get together and watch it all rise. <laughs> you say twenty-five? Wow, you're getting up there. Yeah. What? Why? On aging. Thank you. Thank you. That's, well, for your birthday, you get to watch uh, some quality television. I I'm excited. Happy birthday yeah. to you! I'm actually mm-hmm. going to stay up late to watch this. That's way oh, good. My bedtime. Yeah, it's late. But I gotta. What is it? Nine? It's nine p.m. Yeah. I know this. Yeah. Nine p.m. And I know that's not that late, but when you get up at two thirty. It's freaking late. late. Yep. Well, speaking of quality television, guys, we're going for it, Tori. She Nerds Out presents live from Purgatory. All right. We're here in Purgatory, and it feels like real Purgatory to me. Oh, boy. So a few things are happening in the city (laughs) this week. Calamity Jane has been a big, has had a big part in my life a big character for me in that show. Yeah. And it was revealed, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Yes. Spoiler. Spoiler. episode spoiler. that when Nedley was a barnacle beast, <laughs> he allegedly, allegedly, yeah, ate Calamity Jane. <sighs> there you don't believe that many theory. Ago, I don't believe the theory. I don't believe it. Uh, but here we have a tweet from uh, at 
my hot cop, Reagan, says, I asked Emily what Calamity Jane ever did to her. And she <laughs> said, actually, what did Calamity Jane ever do to Cat? That cat is a psycho bitch named Mouser no! in real life. And we either had to recast or kill the cat. So I said, fuck the cat and stuck no! up her finger. Whoa. So the, the Ghost River Triangle convention was this past weekend. And so my guess is that this is the during a one-on-one with Emily, my hot cop asked her this question. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, I'm, you know, what? No, thank you. I'm glad that you did. It's a hard hitting question. It is. It's what we. I mean, it's one of the big questions that we've been, you know, talking about. So apparently, the choice <laughs> was to recast or kill Calamity Jane, and you're writing for a show f- with the biggest lesbian following you're mm-hmm. ever going to get. Really, it's an interesting choice. Um. I mean, it is for the joke. I mean, it's it's a it's funny, right? You get some jokes out of it. That's that's yeah. You get some mileage out of that, Let's but also make a joke out of it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't see it happening. Oh but god! Al- oh god! <laughs> but also, um, but like you know, Nedley and Nicole have to have a conversation about this, right? I mean. Because Nicole keeps talking about how she's a cat person, like that. You know, Does she's you never. Where he would have said where if calamity if, is exactly if calamity would have really been missing this whole time. Nicole's a freaking cop. She would have put together if she thought Nedley maybe ate calamity, and mm-hmm. I feel like she would have a conversation with Nedley or some little bit of hard feelings, a little bit. Um, hmm. but yeah, she says the lines like "I'm a cat person." Um, and even when Bunny says, "Oh, I remember that whatever puss that what what it was it the li- something hum- homicidal pussy homicidal or puss yeah and <laughs> Nicole kind of takes a step to yeah like, and like oh, yeah. Beverly's like holding her back kind of it right yeah. it's not like she was like don't talk ill of the dead or hey have you seen Calamity Jane anytime lately uh, it's yeah it was kind of like glazed over like I yeah. feel. Hmm. I don't know. No, I'm not going to see her. I mean, maybe yeah, Emily, she, sometimes Emily just fucks with people. She could be messing with us, right? That's yes. True. So, you know, we talked about on our recap episode and our reaction. I had a lot of reactions to some of the lines about the demise of Calamity Jane. Yeah. We we talked about, you know, we we really would love this was all a big joke and Ra- you know, Rachel was just really fucking with Nedley and yeah. this and that. And we made a little uh comment and we said, Hey Emily, if you're out there listening, how hard would it be? Even if you have maybe killed off Calamity, just bring her back. Perhaps she could be an imposter and just stick a green screen up and have a cat walk <laughs> walk in sure. front of it. I think that's so a good idea. <laughs> rogue easy. on twitter rogue tiger at ao3 rogue tiger she posted a picture it is with clearly the background <laughs> of a promo from episode eight of season four wow. he says just watching the promo for 408 and saw someone lurking in the bushes hiding from deadly and all the unmilked skunks and it is a picture <laughs> of calamity jane in front of where essentially we, I think we see Waverly there in the background. She's just wandering front. So I love that Rogue Tiger. Thank you so much for, um, she says at Snop Oddcast, I 
and my love of Calamity Jane are to blame for that tweet. And I am okay with that because I think that's awesome. So someone went and, and uh, green screened in Calamity <laughs> Jane. And I'm not, I'm fine with that. Just let her just cut to a random uh, scene where you just have the homestead in the background. And then we just see like Calamity Jane kind of wander in front. And then it's like, meow. And that's all we get. That's fine. Meow. <laughs> Uh, that's really funny. It's got like the Halloween pumpkin in the background, and I believe it's Waverly's feet. It's it's a still from one of the Probos. Got it. That's amazing. All right. So I don't know. I feel like maybe they just didn't realize how much people cared about Calamity Jane before they decided just to kill that. I think she underestimated the love of Calamity. Come on, Emily. There's still time. I mean, I get it. If you know, if that cat and Cat Burrell didn't didn't had trouble on set, you know, uh, I would just say recast the actual cat, uh, not Caparel. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Don't even joke. Yeah, I mean, Mouser, Mouser is a fine cat. Maybe <laughs> just not for this project. But <laughs> she or he can live their best life outside of Winona Earp. But come on, don't, don't make Calamity Jane pay for it. You got to have a cat and a show with a bunch of queer lesbian people in it, whatever. Come on. Or at least, you know, at least show Nicole acknowledging that she's gone and like right. having a moment, some sort of s- emotional satisfactory conclusion to that story. That's really the the point because if someone spoke ill of my cat that had been murdered, yeah. I would be really upset and I would do more than just take a step. I would at least definitely acknowledge it. Yeah. That's why I feel like they're going to play around with it some more. I think we'll I think we'll see at least some sort of conclusion to this you story. They're going to torture me more. Yeah. Linger me along with like with a little carrot in front of me. Yeah. Like they're going to you're going to you're going to see Nicole putting up uh missing cat post <gasps> signs oh, all no. over town. <laughs> no. And then there's just <laughs> awkward Nedley and Rachel standing there looking at each other like shit, do we tell mm, her? No, the cat's no. not coming back. Yeah. She's fine. She's okay. fine, guys. Okay. Solid <laughs> joke. Ha ha. Just a big ah, Good one. It's going to be so funny in the end. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, if if Calamity Jane is not your favorite part of the show, and maybe Way Hot is, this, oh. mo- this news might depress you as well. Oh, no. God. Someone in a one-on-one chat with Emily... I believe that's where this originated from. Uh, Sounds like I it. guess Emily admitted. Here's what the tweet says. Oh, my God. This is from Marley. Unicorn at, Erper. At Unicorn Erper. Oh, my God. Emily said she had a whole cute proposal filmed, but she had to cut it because the episode was long. I'm losing my mind. You know, we speculated on this, and apparently yeah. it is true yep. that it felt like there should have been more to that. And of all the scenes that got whacked, that got whacked. How did that That's one get whacked? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't and it? And I was texting with you guys early. It's, you know, no offense to Eamon eating the deer um, yeah. or some other random things, but that could have been cut down to see a few more seconds of the Way Hot proposal. At least dialogue. Some dialogue. Yes, there. some dialogue. It was just, it was like a, uh, what, you, what is it? Montage. Oh Montage. Thank you. It was collage. Intercut. Intercut. Yes. And then that was our first introduction to Dimitri, too, when you walked by them and told them to get a room. Right. And it was so quick that it was hard to even piece together later that that's where 
Waverly recognized him from. Right. She says, I know him. Well, well it's interesting because I feel like we'll probably get this as a deleted scene when season four be uh, four comes out on DVD or something like they got it. They, they can't throw away this scene. This is, no. this is no. too good. Yeah. It's gotta be somewhere. Kat, I feel like, you know, as more than either of us is how many times good scenes have to be cut for the constraints of, t- and, you know, welcome to television that airs on network or cable with commercials. Right. Know, not they Disney a- plus where you can just make it as long as you want. That's the thing. Unfortunately, so- you're a slave to the 44, whatever minute time and commercials. And, That's but it. man, what a scene to have to lose. Well, and I will say this, that, you know, when you, when you, you read a script and then you see the final cut, you know, and, editors will tell you when they read a script they they know what scenes are going to get cut out they can just feel it like yeah this scene is kind of a throwaway so in someone's mind this scene who was a throwaway who it's like oh how does it propel the story does it help does, does it propel the story we need right. to see Eamon. he doesn't eat humans he you know he satisfies his hunger with animals great you need that right how does no, the- I needed that for about 10 seconds. <laughs> there was a whole thing with him and Wyonona. I could have got that in 10 seconds. Mm. I could have gotten that in a montage and then flip oh, could you? And then let, <laughs> you know what? I could have pieced it together as much as I did the Dimitri thing. Fair. But you, we want Listen. way hot. I'm just, I'm, I'm, just I'm trying to who. play Emily's advocate here. <laughs> I get it. So I just want to know what I'm not mad i just want to know like right. what thinking like what was what was the reasoning behind hey let's cut this scene but also we're going to release photos from this scene and make it seem like it's a a bigger maybe that's right maybe it's show. like well let's let them enjoy this these stills because they're not going to get much of it much more of it and then we get that one line at later on where uh nicole says oh it took me forever to find track down that couch it just kind of seemed really yeah just thrown in and who knows what if i wonder if that line was originally written or you know if they kind of threw it in to further emphasize after it was probably it was probably scripted and then you need i mean because the audience knows what that couch is it's like it's a you know it's it's kind of a it's a it's a one short line but you know exactly what that means Mm -hmm. that nicole had to track down the couch so that she could propose to her strange because essentially waverly proposed twice Right. And then everyone wanted to see Nicole have her turn and Uh, the sweet moment. Yeah. It was very romantic. And yeah, it's just weird to, for me to, to include it at all and glaze over it in such a way. The whole first 10 minutes of that episode, which I loved the episode felt rushed to me the whole first 10 minutes. Mm. Um, And then the middle part kind of lagged for me. And then the last third uh, was really great. Right. It's just kind of, it, it, it just, by. I'm just curious. Listen, Tara, TV's hard. <laughs> you got to make these, you got to make it, these type of decisions. It is yeah. interesting though, Kat, that they started with a little music. I mean, I guess, I guess the scene itself was too long to work in. That's why they added the few, like 30 seconds of music and town shots and right like they had to fill part of it with something and- well you're, you know you're establishing it's summertime now and yeah. look how beautiful purgatory is and yeah that's fair you're right i know listen guys again, you know it's hard again i could have had that established with a one-liner and still preferred to see the couch proposal i don't disagree i want to see the couch proposal i Un- want to see uncut. it uncut 
uncut in its lengthiest, cheesiest fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I and agree. then he says, "Get a room." Like maybe they're doing a little more on the couch that we didn't get to see. <laughs> they're just maybe kissing. go back do some reshoots. <laughs> I think we're going to see this as again. We're going to see a deleted scene, and I'm we're- pretty sure I saw an orange tail somewhere in there. I'm pretty sure that's where Calamity Jones is going to jump up and be like, no. "Wow, Tara, I yeah. don't think so." I'm sorry. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Like it was discarded the side of the road. Like it was, she had been right, and she's just like hanging out. And then she's no, I meant like, hey, like, guys. like she's dead, and she's in the no <laughs> cats. What the hell? I'm sorry. What the hell? I'm sorry. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't find roadkill calamity, Jane. It's not funny, Kat. Why are you laughing? Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Well, we'll see. We might still see the proposal scene, and, and maybe Calamity Jane does end up being on Don't that couch. Don't even try it. Okay. Don't even try it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our, our last bit of purgatory news is about another podcast. Uh, last week, Emily was a guest on something called Hollywood Reporter's Top 5, TV Top 5 podcast it's hosted by two people who are in the industry and know no no things it's a great interview yeah it was and it's lengthy it's like 20 25 minutes long very informative though it is very informative i would recommend listeners going and checking it out uh we won't get too much into it it's just a really lot of good information and you know very candid emily answers these questions i think as candidly as she can and i love the host i i don't remember her name uh uh who asked her just point blank uh, the hard hitting questions that we all want to know the answer to. Yeah, where are you at with uh with getting picked up? Exactly. Who exactly. Have you talked to? Yeah, I loved exactly it. When you tell us when exactly did you? How? Who did you find out from that yes. the show was canceled? Uh, how did you feel about it? <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. She I was come, like, good for she, you. Even Emily was hot, like, man. "Dang, yeah, I love it. Just going right for it." And yeah, starting strong. Just, I mean, to answer like every question I've had mulling around in my head. Is, That's the thing, right? If it. if and when we ever get Emily on the show, I would never ask those questions. <laughs> I would be, I was like, I'd be way too scared to ask her those yeah. such like pointed questions like that. So good on these hosts. Yeah. And she answered. She did. And, yeah. As much as she could. Playing around, they weren't trying to sugarcoat it. They were just like, well, this sucked. How did you feel about that really shitty thing that happened? Yeah, <laughs> right. And like calling out IDW. Like, and... Well, yes, it was shitty. <laughs> yeah. Really... But and I like... loved her Canadianness about it. She even said when she got the call from uh, the network, NBC, that the show <laughs> wasn't going to return. And they were really nervous to call Emily about it. Sure. They, you know, they didn't want to tell her. And she said, you know, my Canadian came out. And by the end, I was so. <laughs> some reason apologizing to them and exactly you know yeah definitely sounded like someone which she is someone who who knows how this business works oh she even admitted there's all these factors that go into the love of the show the passion the conventions the tweet everything but bottom line especially with the the shakeup over at nbc universal or comcast sci-fi whatever parent (laughs) company of me um that (laughs) wendy's parent company they my parent company um 
that people come in and all they look at is, are the numbers. The what are their ratings? And she admitted it was never a ratings phenomenon. Yeah, but it had the support and the love, and it went through some obstacles to even get to season four. And right, she and- they even recommended that she end season four in a way she would feel okay mm. if it never came back. And she was smart enough to say, okay, I'll I'll do it. But she's still right. fighting for it. She still has story she still has some options that may or may not work out right I, uh, yeah i do love that she admitted she's like look basically i know how to play the game i was told mm-hmm. like we have to make these certain not sacrifices but little you know, changes uh to ensure season four mm-hmm. is made and she said all right i'll i'll do it for this show and and really uh appreciating you know i think at one point she said you know if i could bring all the fans with me into some of these meetings that right. we go to to get the show. Exactly. And I say, see what you can get. And then I also promise to take them all back with me. <laughs> exactly. I'll leave you alone if we get picked up. Uh, but she also was very gracious. She did acknowledge that sci-fi for the first three and a half seasons was very supportive. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, she had some advocates at sci-fi and at Uni- NBC Universal. But of course, there was this big shakeup at NBC Uni that you alluded to, Wendy, and so those new people coming in didn't have that affection for the show that these old execs did. And so, of course, you know, as you say, they're looking at the bottom line. It's it's a not a cheap so, show, and it's been through some rocky stuff. Let's just get rid of it. Um, but a, another cool takeaway is that she'd be totally into doing a movie down the road if that was mm. – uh, whether or not they get a season five, it sounds like that would be kind of – that's something she has in her head, and she knows what that would look like. And they asked her about her axe holes – a project she said it's still alive and she has a bunch of other shows that she's she's working on uh, developing as well so we've not seen the last of andrus uh by a long shot and one of her comments really uh made me realize she said because they were asking her do you have things lined up for season five or did you mm. have what did you have planned for that she goes y- you know yes we have more stories to tell um and you know, but our main focus was just to get through season four right now because people don't realize that we were working on season four for two and a half years. It's insane. Uh, and so that was my main focus. But we we were originally, and they acknowledged the fact that Sci-Fi uh, ordered two seasons, season four and season five, and how yep. they backed out of that deal and that yep. had to do with the new leadership there. Uh, so they fully acknowledged that. So she had said she already had planned for that season five, uh, but that she wanted to ensure that season four would be satisfying, but still want even more, um, but maybe not as such a big cliffhanger. Right. And she said, she said there are some questions that we won't get answers to by the end of the season four. Like where is is Clampton Jane? Uh, Yeah, sure. At the top of the list. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's why we have to keep fighting for season five. Absolutely. So no, yes. and they're still fighting for it. She, they you know, are. she was very oh. candid about like we've talked to all the major streamers. Like every day, her producers are sending Schlare her the- amount. Schlare amount. Slush. Slush. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> a player, possibly. Which would be a lot of fun. Um. So yeah, it sounds like they are the producers are not giving up, and that they are taking meetings. And so yeah, it sounds like there's a lot going on that we don't know about. Um. But there was one comment, again, uh, giving sci-fi props uh, when they found out – when Emily found out that Melanie was pregnant in season season two, 
uh, Emily was like, okay, we're going to ride around it. It's going to be fine. So she took her idea to sci-fi and apparently they completely embraced it. They thought it was great. And that's unfortunately not always the case. When when your lead actress on an action show learns that she's pregnant, which kind of led to this whole other conversation, Wendy, that you 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 really mm-hmm. kind of picked up on this comment and it kind of touched a nerve. Uh, well, it it just makes me think of of all the times actresses, you know, and you've just gone through this on your show. Your lead actress was pregnant, but it was a show that she's a lawyer. They could write it in. She stays home. She has right. a baby. Um, Lots of Zoom you know, calls. I mean, how many, yeah, how many shows? And it's, it's just unfortunate that a woman can get a show, possibly a dream job or a lead role or whatever. And, you know, and chances are it's going to happen in her 20s and 30s maybe 40s, but mm-hmm. in that time where if she's got a, a family, a life, a, a new, whatever, she might be getting pregnant. And it's just unfortunate. Sometimes it comes up into that, wow, I'm pregnant or I want to have a baby, but that could totally ruin everything I've worked my whole life for. And yep. you just, you know, Lucy was married to the producer whose baby it was. So they're like, ah, we'll figure it out. Right. Um, I remember that. back in the days of Jillian Anderson on X-Files. There That's was, right. she was, I remember reading, she was scared to tell them that she was pregnant and there was a thought that they might recast the role. And, it was, and they it ended was, up. Was it season hmm? one? What, when season, she... at the end of season, it was before season two. She started yeah, off early. season two pregnant and she was in all these giant trench coats. And you <laughs> yes. could tell like the weight gain in her face, like she was definitely pregnant. For sure. Um, and they wrote it that, she was abducted and there was a scene with her pregnant belly. Like they were like an alien baby, but they didn't. Um, <laughs> but it, it ended up setting a, a whole conspiracy plot line and motion yeah. and, and they made and it thing. work. So they, they, they made it work. And aren't they glad they did? Cause Scully and Jillian were invaluable to that show. Mm-hmm. But you know, like in, um, I mean, there's always creative ways you can write. I remember when Shahi got pregnant with twins and had to leave POI. Mm-hmm. And it sucked to lose her. But boy, did it make for an incredible episode when they wrote her off and traumatized yes. all of us till she came back. But, <laughs> um, but it's just, I just, the fact that women in, in this period of life, when odds are they're getting their lead roles. If they've yeah. worked in this business in their 20s or 30s, there's a chance they're going to get pregnant. You know, and it's just, it's annoying that, and oh, not to even mention the whole Charisma Carpenter thing. That's oh my just God. The, the new Joss and how screwed up that whole situation was. Yep. And men don't have to worry about it. You know, men might, their wives might get pregnant, but that doesn't affect them working on a show. Exactly. But women, it's like, it shows, are you going to write it in? Are you going to cover it up? Are you going to write them off? Are you gonna, and you I love Emily's comments about how many laundry baskets can we have? Why not? Right. It's not enough. Yeah, we're growing we laundry can't baskets. cover enough <laughs> of her and belly. I so love true. the way they wrote that in. And yeah. why Nona, like, not even almost acknowledging it was a baby. Like, she would call it an it. You know, she was just like, I don't want to deal with this. And then it came out and she loved it. Yeah. And this the growth. She, they really turned it to a growth opportunity right. for her. It was but, you know, but we never Baby lost our Winona, you know. No, I yeah, love that it, whole it part works. of it. It, it. it made that season better. Mm-hmm. It did. It was fantastic. And now you've got, what was her name? Alice out there somewhere. And who knows if we'll yeah. see her again. But Alice, Alice Michelle. It just had that old, whole extra layer to the show that, you know, as much as Winona apparently has sex with people on that show. It's not like it was a far-fetched thing to write in her getting pregnant. Right. One of these opportunities, but... Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, it's just, yeah, it just made me think of, you know, how many times has this happened? And, you know, just mm. even with Charisma in the News and just all the, the things you remember from other shows where... It happens all the time. All the time. And it's just annoying. It's just frustrating that 
there's almost this fear like you know emily was like oh they were so supportive like that like that's not the norm that's exactly not the norm that a show especially like winona and they're like no we know you can handle it we have total confidence that you can write this in and it'll be great amazing so good for them yep yeah and i'm sure melanie was was probably a little terrified to let emily know oh by the way season two like you just got this role you're the lead role in this crazy show where it is not the type of show. You're not a wife who might actually legitimately get pregnant. I mean, you sleep around a lot, as I know. <laughs> right. You know, when when part of the show is you being all sexy and fighting demons. In leather pants. Maybe it's probably not something they decide. Yeah, in leather pants. Very small leather pants. And a bra shirt. <laughs> you know. But for her. Sort of a rant, but just an annoying thing that, like... Yeah. And yeah, I think it's just more it women are showrunners. But even Emily's a showrunner, but she still had to go to the executives of sci-fi. Always, yeah. Time. You know, there's always a bigger fish. Someone that's got to, like... Yeah, I mean, they have to approve. They they get... they get. From my experience, networks get script approval. And so the studio. So they, they, they have notes. They get, to, they get to give you notes on your scripts before you start shooting stuff. So. Uh, here's a note. She's not pregnant. <laughs> She's not going to be pregnant. <laughs> How about that? You write that in. It's a little note. <laughs> Just write, yeah, how are we'll you going to write around it. that? We'll post it. Or she's not pregnant. Uh, okay. Not pregnant. Yeah. You know what? On that show, they probably could have written in some crazy demon spell that en- mm-hmm. ends up with her not pregnant, but has this crazy evil. Or I don't know. They probably could have written around it. Sure. Or her actually being pregnant with some sort of crazy revenant some spell <laughs> thing. But totally. glad they didn't. I'm glad they did. No, it's amazing. It's an amazing part of it. Great, great season. And that storyline is just super compelling. And Melanie can, Melanie can do anything, man. She's, she's an incredible actress. She does everything so well. I did like how, how Emily said in that interview when they asked about, you know, character growth or people growth. And she shouted out Melanie as far as, you know, you, you, you have this vision of a character in your mind and you hope to find the closest that you can or someone that does the best job of pulling it off. But she was just like, Melanie is Winona. Like it, it's it's more than she ever dreamed of what seeing that character brought to life. Mm-hmm. Which I it's agree. a really good interview. Go listen to it's it. A it's, great it was interview. really, really like more and more things that they kept talking about. I was like, whoa, whoa, it's just all right here. Yeah, it's awesome. Like shit, we're gonna think of some other questions for Emily. I know. I know. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> throw, <laughs> a little bit. throw away all of her questions. Start over. All right, let's we're gonna get back in the truck, guys. We're gonna leave Purgatory for now. Bye, Purgatory. We're going to to Westfield. Ooh, Westfield. Wait, is it Westview? I don't know. What is it? Westview. <laughs> Let's go to Westview. Is it Westview? Now I don't know. Not I think Westview. it's Westview. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. I'm- I think you're right. Let's say it's Westview. Okay. It's the it's our this is our WandaVision after party. This the uh, series finale was this past week. And uh Wendy, I know that you have been a huge huge fan of this show from the very first episode. I'm going to hand this over to you because I know you well, have so many opinions. Here's, here's my question. Um, <laughs> did y'all watch it? The yes, finale? I yeah. Did. Oh, yeah. What were your impressions? I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Well, first, let's say what we got. We kind of were doing a weekly recap yeah. review through what episode? Did I think we, get we got episode four. four. I think we yeah. got to four where you when pulled they, the curtain back and saw what exactly. was going on behind it. And Darcy showed up, right? And Good Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. Uh, and, Fun. Yeah. So uh, we got to kind of see what was really happening. And then we decided there's so much happening in the show. We could do like a whole episode on each podcast episode on each WandaVision episode. So we're just going to do an after party after the whole thing's over. 
their main takeaways. Part of me is kind of sad we didn't because there were so many yeah. things going on in each episode. I mean, following the episode we left off, which was episode four, mm-hmm. we saw we, we met Monica Rambeau. Uh, you know, Wanda goes on to have twins. She gets like rapidly pregnant. She <laughs> right. has two little babies who turn into like little eight, 10 year olds because they say you can't have a puppy till you're 10. And so they just age up till 10. Right. And they get a rest in peace, Sparky. They get a puppy. Um, but but <laughs> the series, now, I mean, it's, it's hard to go into all the details of each episode since we are just yeah. doing overall wrap up. Right. I, I loved every minute of it. Um, Agnes was gold every minute of it. You yeah. Know, you got to see Amazing. more, more of the outside trying to get in. You got to see right. more of vision figuring out something was just not right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, overall, and going by each character, if we yeah. do Ag- Agnes, who we then learned, big reveal was Agatha, a witch. Agatha Harkness. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and that was pretty, her theme song, if you haven't heard it, I think it's on iTunes. It was Agatha Probably. all along. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's kind of like all of the monster, like monsters. Like, yeah. Uh, it's it's really fun. Um, and, and then I got like, it was kind of, I was kind of like, why? After I read that she might become this character, I was like, okay. But I, mm. I was like, that's an interesting casting choice to me, Catherine Hahn. I love her. I was so excited that that they cast her. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to just play the kooky neighbor, that's great, you know. Mm-hmm. But then when this happened, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Because it was really just even the theme song where she's doing a little winks at the camera and you find <laughs> out she killed Sparky and <laughs> she's been messing with all this shit the whole time. Totally. It's just great, her her dry sense of humor is awesome oh yeah. her, she perfect. was perfect she was brilliant and uh you know i the episode before the finale previously on was this episode where she leads mm-hmm. she leads um wanda through like how did mm. you she wants to know how did you do this where yeah. did this power What's come from how, where did what is the and and she wants it she wants the power she wants her yeah. power you find out but she's kind of like trying to figure out how and why this happened and the source of all this she goes back through wanda and her brother pietro when they were little that was a terrifying thing with it well you learned there were so many things like you know her parents her dad comes home with all these dvds of old-time classic tv shows her favorite being dick van dyke mm-hmm. and her memory is of the family sitting there watching these sitcoms wherever they talk about was it shenanigans or something where things are crazy but they always end well they're always right. fine um and her memory is of her parents on that couch watching tv happy not a care in the world mm-hmm. even though there's fighting going on outside yeah, there's gunshots there's gunshots like- bombings nearby and then a very even on the second time i watched that episode the like where an explosion the one that kills her parents and sends her and pietro hiding for two days with the stark missile that doesn't go off that scared the crap out of me in the second time it's very well Um, done very well done and agnes is leading her through all this she she captures her and puts her in this place and i don't know why but i like the way agnes is runes on the other hand, and and also what cracked me up with that scene was Pietro's yelling for Wanda. He's like, Wanda! He's like, Oh, we're not, we're right here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she's gold. Um, so it goes from there. She takes uh, Wanda to when she's, I guess, with the Struckers. Learning. So now here's the theory: Does she have powers as a kid, and her interaction with the Mind Stone that had killed everyone that came before her? Mm. Did that just enhance the powers? Was there something special about her already? Because all of a sudden, it's like 
If she claims she didn't have powers, Agnes says you had little baby witch powers. Right. She kind of enhanced. alluded to that the missile was a dummy because you did something right. to make it said, so. Oh, no. It left it, it kind of up in the air. Yeah, it's kind of vague. Did she do something to cause it to not go off? Or was it really just a dud? Right. So I Right. Because uh-huh. why did she survive when no one else did? Or why did right. the Red Witch in the Mind Stone connect with her in a way mm-hmm. that kept her alive and yeah, mm-hmm. and allowed her to become so, part of it? I gotta think there's a little something, something going on. But uh, yeah, so she goes through that. And then she, you know, the whole death of her brother, which is an Evan Peters thing we'll get to as far as him showing up on the show. <laughs> but and then the loss of vision, where it's, of course, they have that scene after she's mourning Pietro and he comes in with the classic line that will outlive this show. That will that will be however this sh- how this show is summed up from to the end of time, probably is if if uh, what is grief, if not love persevering delivered mm-hmm. as only Paul Bettany can. And it so was cool. brilliant. And uh, so you learn that, you know, all this grief and he's dead. She goes and sees his body in and pieces. That's where we, yeah, yeah, that's where we learn that the. The director guy, what's his name? Hey, right. hey whatever, whatever, whatever. That guy, yeah. he's a dick, and he's Hayward. He is not ah. a good guy. No, he definitely no. pushes Wanda's buttons in order to kind of test her. Um, and he, you know, even though he does show at one point the the video of Wanda going in and taking Vision, he kind of makes it. She came in with this. She came in wanting to steal him with all this rage, but really she was coming in to she just wanted to see his body and yeah. wanted to to bury it respectfully. Right. Um, and he egged her on and he put her in this position to you know, she well, did what she, she did she on her own, but she what's that? Did she she didn't steal it. She kind of created it in this thing. He he's the one that put together the white vision. Right. Right. But Yes, but, but she it burst she, in she and shows she... Monica or somebody surveillance video of her coming right. in. It makes it right. seem like Wanda right. was just there on a mission to destroy right. and and do what she was. She had this plan all along. But then we see that really she, she had yeah no such thing, and that mm. he kind of manipulated the situation. Mm. Yeah, and, and and then she goes to the place she because she leaves after seeing Vision and the big I can't feel you. There's nothing left in him and. She's devastated. She drives. She I don't know where this thing came from, this envelope on her passenger seat, but it's a map, I guess, of where the house that Vision had picked out for them to live happily ever after in. And it Mm -hmm. was this slab not even built yet. And it's marked with a heart, basically, where they're going to spend the rest of their lives together. So she goes and that's just it. And she's devastated. The grief (laughs) overwhelms her and she creates this world where everybody Sort of takes on the role she wants them to take. Was it Hayward? Who was it that dropped that in her car? Someone walked Eddie? by and dropped it in her car window, I thought. The map. I don't remember that. I, I don't might remember anybody dropping it in her car. I might be confusing. It was another. I think the wine I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's possible. I'm not sure how it got there, but she goes to, maybe someone did, because I'm, I'm not sure where it actually came remember. from, but she goes, it's drawn, you know, and then they referred back to the first episode where the heart was on that date and she they couldn't remember what the heart was for and they thought it was the right. boss but the heart um you know i noticed too mm-hmm. that same calendar in the first episode the little picture on the calendar was a little girl sitting on a couch watching tv oh wow the first Good time catch. Then, yeah there there are oh. so many things that yeah you know, i have to rewatch it. it for sure i'm telling you cat it is well worth a rewatch i yeah. i love this series way 
way more than um and some people talked about the whole guess who Sokovian greeting you know her mom puts her hand over her eyes when she was a little kid I don't know if that was really mm. anything to do with it hmm. um but just all the things like you know you you got to see well I guess they'd already covered that with the drone but anything coming into the world took shape and like the uh one of the episodes episode um I guess the Halloween episode, whichever number that was, all new Halloween spectacular. When Vision himself leaves, he figures out something's going on. And he tries to leave, and she she shoves the barrier out to save him, right. keep him alive, because he mm-hmm. starts dying as soon as he leaves the hex and turns everything else into a circus. Which I know Tara was all excited about that one, where it's kind of like a <laughs> Malcolm on the Middle breaking the yeah. fourth wall kind that was of fun. thing. I think that was that very was- fun. Or no, it was Modern really Family. Like that, one. that one was the yeah. Modern Family one. Um, okay, guys, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure I was thinking of Ant-Man. <laughs> when Michael Douglas drops like, oh, something wow. into his well, car. Yeah, yeah. because I watched it on the same day I watched Ant-Man. Oh, okay. I watched Wanda. I was like, oh, Ant-Man. And I watched, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> no, not really, but I mean, that's why. <laughs> well, close it up. Um, but yeah, I love the circus. Uh, you know, Darcy becomes like a, you know, like the, the escape like, artist. Escape artist. Yeah. Um, nice, nice touches like that. Which she st- and then she ends up in an ice cream truck that she shows back up in in the finale. But I really um, hope we see her again. I do too. She says that she has not been asked to be in Thor- Love, Love and Thunder, the new Thor oh. movie. But I hope she gets something because, uh, you know, my love for for both Darcy and Kat Dennings. It's true. It persists. It is. Uh, is persistent. Same um, with, with Jimmy. He's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they were it's a great duo. <laughs> they should have their own show. Honestly. Yeah. Well, I would love, I would watch that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the series finale, the first time I watched it, I was almost sort of let down. I just thought there's a hmm. bunch of fight scenes. Yeah. They kind of wrapped the grief part up. I, I feel like I, but I rewatched it and I'm glad I did. Cause I, I adored it the second time. I mean, it's Marvel. It's Marvel. They're superheroes. You're going to have big fight scenes. Well, you know, in the first 25 minutes is just fighting pretty much. And I liked and, it. I'm not complaining, but no, it was cool. And there were some people disappointed that yeah, they love Catherine Hahn as more the subtle villain. Then all of a sudden she goes out full out, witch. but again, when I went back and watched it again, I was like, no, I'm digging this. And then, a lot of this is just, you know, uh, Wanda dealing with her grief and, and Agnes coming in or or Agatha sort of showing who she is. Like at first she's like, I'm not Scarlet Witch. I don't I don't. This, I, no one's ever taught me magic. I'm not magical. Yeah. And and Ag- Agatha is insisting that she is the Scarlet Witch. And I don't think it's till she takes Agatha back in her own memories and then. You know the the sort of dead witches come alive and they turn on her like yeah the Scarlet Witch she yeah. realizes oh, and like the crown the sort Witch. of crown shows head. up yeah and I was so, a little confused again I never paid that much attention to Wanda and Vision if I'm mm-hmm. gonna be honest in mm-hmm. prior movies but I guess they never were calling her the Scarlet Witch I just knew that Wanda Maximoff yeah. becomes Scarlet the Scarlet Witch yeah I right, guess you're right never like you always, this I, oh, so I, I well I always just kind of thought like she just was that was it it just she didn't have that persona i didn't know that she didn't even realize that she had that see and i didn't either because i thought she was just a witch but she just wasn't making a big thing about her being a witch yeah i didn't realize in some way i don't know and this is their way of Mm -hmm. saying you know maybe she didn't know and now she does and she embraces it and she you know takes on this persona that she realizes okay if i'm this i'm gonna use it and 
Um, you know, she has this big knockdown drag out with with Agatha where she turns the whole rune thing against her. And in the yeah, end, yeah, he, cool. she slaps the walls <laughs> like, and makes the rune. Like, boy, and, she's kind of missing hmm, her yeah. a lot. Agatha, really? Right, right. Agatha's whole thing is to take all of Wanda's power for her own. And then so Wanda and then she kind of makes this deal like, hey, if you give me your power, I'll make it to where you can live in this world without the problems, the brokenness right. that you, I'll, that's part I'll of fix it. your spell. I'll make I'll it better. It. Right. But then, of course, Wanda gives her the power. She's like, yeah, I can't really fix it. Nah, sorry. Uh, just kidding. And then, but Wanda's like, well, screw you, because I put all the runes up. You can't I made runes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, either you way, what you said. runes can use magic. That's so um, good. Really so, good. yeah, so she defeats uh, Agatha and sentences her to live in that town as the yeah. nosy neighbor which is kind of cruel but i feel Agatha. like Agatha, we're not done with agatha, we're, we're agatha. Yeah, I, not i'm done. glad they did that because we're not done with her we're not done with her. Yeah. Um, so then explain to me how that works now because if she's still in that town once uh at the end we see that you know the the spell is kind of slowly right. dissipating it's making its way through town and everything's going back to normal what does that mean for agatha i feel like agatha will probably just still be in that i mean i think that was like, like a separate Scar- little thing she did to her yeah i feel like the scarlet witch once she kind of came into her own she she knows how to completely manipulate like, do that with someone's mind so um, now she's just walking least, around like, the real world as that character yeah yep. yeah interesting okay right so everybody will just think she's the town weirdo i guess <laughs> sure. um, Catherine Hahn did a really great job of playing that character much oh, like when she fooled vision into thinking she's sitting at the edge right. of the town and she's like i don't know where to go she's playing so vulnerable with right. it yeah, um very good she does such a good job that you almost do feel a little sorry for her and you're like oh no <laughs> you're like no don't do that to her what oh wait no she's like <laughs> She's well, yeah. From what I understand in the in the comics, like Agatha is sort of a mentor to Wanda's the Scarlet Witch. So I I'm hoping she'll be back. Um, mm. We also yeah. had Vision fighting the new all white, you know, Vision that you know some people talked about the discussion they had with the was a ship of Theseus and like mm-hmm. what is the true Vision and and right you know and it from what I gather in the end Vision realized sort of neither one are the real version Vision but maybe both are the real Vision and then. Our vision that we know puts sort of all like he has the data, but not really the memories, I guess. And that and our vision puts that in his head, mm-hmm. which I guess makes him fly off to contemplate things. I don't know. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, I, he I just let go. He just let go. Uh, I have some thinking. Gotta to get do. out of here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which is fine. I mean, he, does, he just show, flies off, and we never see him again. The show was Wanda, oh. so you know, some people speculate that vision will end up. Oh, I'm sure. But let's just yeah. say how yeah, creepy white they did with white he was, vision. He was had a creepy. subtle creepiness to him. And cool. I, but I but I love that his brain still ruled and that once our vision kind of yeah. put this in front of him, he's like, I need more. I require, I require more of an explanation. I require right. an elaboration. <laughs> elaboration. Arts were yeah. almost and I don't know if it was just Paul Bettany the way he was playing it, or it almost looked like a, a CG fake vision until he became vision. And then it was like mm-hmm. a real Paul Bettany playing him. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or if it was just the sort of subtle way he was doing it. But yeah, no, I mean, I was all down for the vision versus vision with sort of them talking that's it out. I, mean, I, lo- freaking, I love their fight scenes. Awesome. AI computer and... body guys. I mean, that's all cool. Yeah, it's yeah, fine it was with that. I kind of thought that he was kind of a sexy badass in that moment. Like, I never I thought that before, but when he was fighting himself... 
Yeah. Uh, I was like, whoa, okay, cool. This <laughs> okay, is a cool fight. I was never really into his fight scenes before, but, but there you go. Yeah. Um, Monica character. had been sort of taken prisoner by <laughs> fake Pietro, oh, fake Pietro, who ended up, and some people were disappointed in this, that Evan Peters was just sort of there as Evan Peters, not at least known at this time as any sort of crossover element. He was just a guy named Ralph Boner Amazing. that all the time Agnes referred to her husband, Ralph. She was just living with this dude, Ralph Boner, and I guess sort of gave him the power to yeah. sort of be like Pietro. And what kind of, hmm. yeah, that weirded me out. Like, how did he get this power she could just give people i think she just sort of gave it like when he first shows up at wanda's doorstep you see like the purple hate when on the uh, uh, agatha all along thing Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. see or agnes all along whatever it was yeah you see the purple post like mist stuff behind his back and her standing there so it was manipulated by her got it and and monica then some people are like well all of a sudden she could just take him down well she does have powers now yeah. So, yeah, I, I sort of wish they'd played more with her. Holy crap, I have powers now, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. later when she box bullets and they go through her and she absorbs the energy, which so apparently is cool. part of Monica Rambo's powers. Um, but yeah, so she sort of beats down poor Pietro, fake Pietro Ralph, <laughs> who ended up being just, yeah, he's Don't like B O H N E R. Yes. Um, and then she, she shows back up. The little kids are taking on the military, like, you know. Boys handle the military. That Mommy will awesome. be active. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Hayward tries to shoot the little boys, which is, you know, he's a bad dude. Yeah, um, he's a bad dude. Uh, what are the, uh, you know, some people are disappointed that no Doctor Strange showed up, especially as much as they're referring to the Sorcerer mm. Supreme. I'm fine. Yeah. This was Wanda's story. She'll she'll end up in his movie. We don't need him yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, so just, Emma okay. uh-huh. We just appreciate her hotness. Sure. Uh, Did we ever stop? No, I mean, I just, I mean, I know she was never featured before, but I think this she was just so good in this. Like, oh, all this has made me for sure an Elizabeth Olsen Wanda yeah, fan. She's, she's I mean, the show was. I, I mean, that's the beauty of not this. That it takes it. these characters yeah. that, like, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that were into her before, like, or you know, into her character, knew more about it. But her envision, I just was always like, oh, all right, that's oh. fine. Uh, <laughs> Well, now I care about her, and she's super hot and cute. And yeah. I'm, that's not all the only reason I care about her. God, no. guys. Uh, wait, it's just like she's so <laughs> good. She played all this, this different range of emotions oh, and things on. she was going she's solid, through. Man. Badass. She's solid. Like, I was like, Damn, she made she's this sexy. work. Okay. Um, she was phenomenal. Um, I was going to say some people were disappointed. They thought the fact that Emma Caulfield was do- Dottie was going to be a bigger part, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. And she even has a thing where she came out and was like, I hope people weren't expected too much. Now they're, don't be mad at me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Um, Some of the casting choices that people yeah, it was expected them um, to be, to mean more right, to the right. story. But that's why I think I had all these thoughts of, ooh, what's this going to be? Or what's Evan Peters' role going to be? Or who's going to show up? Yeah, I think that was part of when I watched the finale the first time. I thought, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. And then knowing what it was, I watched it again. Loved it. The part where they're putting their boys to bed when she decides. Oh, oh boy. Like, you know, I, I have to get rid of this hex, this thing, yeah. but it's, it's I'm going to lose my family to do it. And they're t- I was tearing up the first time yeah. I watched this. And they're tucking them in, knowing the red thing's coming at them, going to yeah. take them out. She's saying goodbye to Vision. That was brutal. Um, you know, the townspeople, they'd already, Agatha had already woken them up. They were like, we're 
please just if you if this is going to continue, uh, just let us die. Yeah, my daughter out of her room. Oh god, just to know what they were going through in this quote happy world she created, and then as she walked through. I love that. You know, she basically said, "I, you know, I guess Veronica said, you know, they don't even know what she sacrificed to take the curse." She's like, "It wouldn't matter, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't. No, and it wouldn't. and it wouldn't. They were innocent bystanders, and totally, yeah." And grief. once you realize that they shared her grief, that they felt yeah, it yeah. with her. They dreamt it. They and shared that it. They it. had physical loved ones out there that were trapped somewhere mm-hmm. and could, you know, um, I we don't know. What, account, tell him to not come home. Right. Yeah, like, would, don't worry about me or what, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Brutal. It was, no. you know, then she flies off. Um, and then. I, I'm Kat Dennings. All you saw was her running. You know, the Haywards trying to get away. She runs or chase, maybe whatever he's doing. But Kat Dennings drives the still ice cream van into him, um, and she has a like a line, and that's it. But part of me thinks she Have just wasn't available. Yeah, may I just think maybe they shot that. They knew she wasn't going to be available because there's no reason for her not to show up at the end. I don't know why she wasn't there. That right? Oh, you mean at the end? Her. They're like, what about the Darcy? And they, and they said, well, yeah. she said briefings weren't right. a thing. Or something. Yeah, that was I, weird. I just think she couldn't be there for some reason. Maybe. Yeah, and I could not go at her. And part of me feels like if she was going to be in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, they would have made it a yeah. little more like she said she had somewhere to be or she had to go meet oh. up with an old friend or something like something alluding to that she had to go meet with either natalie portman's character or thor or something right. or go off on another adventure but that was weird for me i al- almost wish they wouldn't have acknowledged it at all kind of kind of me too yeah, yeah. i kind of wish they i wouldn't have thought as much it's about not it her thing they hadn't had a line yeah they the, did um hmm. but uh, a mysterious person comes and gets Monica and says they want to see you in the theater. That's it's right. a, a a scroll, one of the people, the alien race, I guess, from Captain Marvel. Shapeshifters. Shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> says someone wants to see you up, up. And uh, the guess is that it's Nick Fury who's who's up in space and Monica's awesome. all down for that. Um, <laughs> then we had another after credit scene of, which I don't know if you noticed, the, the shot, and I can't remember where it started, but it was a scenic shot Zooming in over this beautiful landscape, right up to Wanda sitting at this cabin that follows her inside. And then she stops off with the tea kettle and it keeps going into another room where we see sort of her spirit reading that book. Yeah. That, um, that the Agatha book, said her name was book in of it. The Damned, I think it was. The called. Damned. Um, and, and there's, and then she hears her children screaming. Yes. Yeah. Well, she's children. doing the same thing that Dr. Strange right. does where he can separate himself. Right. Um, so cool, yeah. and you'll see her in the next Doctor Strange. And I and guess the kids, kids you hear the kids, they were held by Mephisto, yeah, and maybe they're cool. thinking maybe she's gonna enlist his help to get him back. I mean, it just it's setting up so many things are setting up Captain Marvel, they're setting up Doctor Strange, but all in all, this season, I mean, I, I saw an article that, it, and I hope it's sarcastic from Collider. WandaVision failed to deliver things that were never promised to me. Uh, all the things that Marvel fans had, like, how dare you just make the whole series about her grief instead of right. like, cameos and things. And I, I, I hope it's um, sarcastic. Because right. I, part of, I think, my original initial slight disappointment, the finale were finale because they just did everything else so well like they got it set up mm-hmm. like i'm ready to see wanda and monica maybe talk about their grief and monica's right. powers but then it's like okay well it is marvel they got to have some fight scenes they're they're showing how she becomes scarlet witch 
And but this series was just for two characters. And you think someone came up with like, okay, who are we going to explore? Wanda and Vision. And we're going to make it about Wanda's grief and told through sitcoms that she reenacted because that's how she remembers of happiness with her own parents and family. Right. And uh, yeah, that sounds like a winner. Let's do it. Exactly. But then we also got to tie in Monica Rambeau and how she gets her powers. And we got to set up sort of uh, the next Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel. And But it's just, there's just so much in this series. It was how they came up with this idea and they decided to do it and pulled it off so incredibly well. I just love it. Every bit of it. I had no idea what I was expecting when I first heard of this show, this concept. Uh, but I totally get it now. And now there's all these things. Will there be a WandaVision season two? And it's like, no. No. I get it now. I get what they're <laughs> no doing. Way. Yeah. Right. What this is. I get that they're ex- exploring certain characters a little bit more while also guiding you on to the next. Propelling us to the yes, next. Movie, adventure, exactly. series. All that. Which I'm sure that this Winter Soldier, what is it, Captain or Falcon and Winter Soldier will do that, that airs next week. Right. Um that it's just these kind of like bridges, these little bridges that are very powerful in their own right and great on their own. Um, yeah. Would I go to see a whole a movie? It's weird because you think, would I go see a movie in the theater about Wanda and Vision? Eh, whatever. Right. Uh, but then you're like, would I watch nine hours of television uh, on them? Totally. You know, but <laughs> oh, work yeah. somehow because they have, you have time to, to really absorb yeah, um, dig into all, it. Yeah, the characters. And it, it totally works, and I love it. So I'm glad that they, uh, you know, that they. Oh, yeah. I would have never way. guessed a show about Wanda and Vision would be as flat out entertaining as it was and just original in its concept. And and they pulled off, and like I said, you know, like I said, Elizabeth Olsen had to be four decades worth of sitcom styles and tones and acting and everything plus go in and out of being wanda when the wall would break a little bit and then play wanda full out grief play wanda full out superhero play wanda yeah. full out i have witch powers now mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it makes me want to go back and watch elizabeth olsen stuff that's for darn yeah and yeah, it, it really does like to go appreciate her um, and it's great. I, I'm excited now because when they first announced all these shows like Mandalorian, there's going to be a Loki show. There's going to be, a, a, you know, multiple Star Wars shows. I'm like, how did they get all these big movie stars to be in these this, these television shows? And now once you start seeing them, it's like, oh, OK. Hell yeah. yeah. Who would have yeah. been there? I mean, because they really take the time to to make them mean something. Yeah. You can do more with a character and study a character or, or have a overall story. And a lot of these, I think uh, they're going to be one and done. It's like, you know, you'll, yeah. I don't think a lot of these are not, they're not requiring a 24 episode for five seasons kind of commitment yeah. from these actors. They're exactly. like, look, we're going to tell this story of this character for like six, seven, eight, nine episodes, whatever. You're going to get paid well. And it's probably going to be the only time we do it, unless it's a humongous success and we want to do another, in which you'll get paid a lot more. Right. And we'll do a lot more because it's so good. And then it's like a yeah. kind of thing. To win, okay, win. I can't see them coming out with WandaVision season two, just no. like bam, bam, right off the bat. But maybe five years from now, if it makes sense in the storyline, right. that she has right. to somehow go back and like pr- do some kind. I don't know. I don't know. I you know, don't write these things, but it could be cool to do it then, but not like a, oh, let's just force this. No, no, not at all. I don't want no. that. Doesn't make weird. sense. Doesn't make sense. At some point, there will not be any more new Marvel properties probably coming out, like films or TV, and that will be a sad. I don't know wh- why you would say that. 
I hope not. I mean, Star Wars hasn't <laughs> stopped. It started in 1977. What so did we do I with just, ourselves I don't, before Marvel? I don't, I don't know. know. But I, know. I was thinking the other day, if somebody came up and said, you know what? I think Marvel is way better and it's my favorite over Star Wars. I'd be like, uh-huh. Don't blame you. I don't I mean, Star Wars is my love, but Marvel as a whole has done such a ridiculous job of I taking am, all these elements and making them one cohesive whole. It's I am ridiculous. in awe of Marvel. I am they too. have done an incredible job in intertwining all these characters yeah. as if they knew what they were doing. They have a plan. They have someone overseeing it all. So impressed. They have phases. They took whatever other things did and said and it's great you know filmmaking to... they're making great films yeah, the writing it. is incredible the dialogue is great like it's just they're getting great it's actors just superior filmmaking and it mm-hmm. happens to be about superheroes and it's it's just really really entertaining i was thinking knew that monica geller's ufc fighting boyfriend from friends <laughs> yes would be such a star wars nerd and really lead this uh <laughs> whole he's movement. involved in star wars and yeah. marvel yeah, he, he kicked it to this all Disney, off every, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's thought. everywhere. Yeah, I you know I was thinking like the whole grief and and the characters and what the show explored a lot of it, and I think I I am so much more on board with watching this type of subject and characters exploring it when it's set in the backdrop of Marvel and she's mm-hmm. Wanda and there she's talking to this Vision character and all this than like real people exploring 100%. real life. Well, <laughs> I'm a sci-fi nerd. I just like it better in this backdrop compared to real, real, real life. Same. Right. And it's easier know, for us to compute. And, for you know, some fucking when, reason. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, not to bring this back to Winona Earp, but the same thing. It's like they're talking about, you know, friendship and family and, you know, uh, growing distant from, from, you know, people. and like. But it's backdrop against the wacky Western fantasy show. But yeah. the characters are so fucking real and what, you know, the emotion is there and the heart is there. It's, it's, I love, that is genre, like, I just love genre so much because that's what it can Thank do. Mm-hmm. I love God, it so conventions. That's another one. <sighs> yeah, because it really lets you have the space where even though these really hard emotions such as grief and all these things with, with Wanda and Winona and Everett that they're going through, these things that it's really hard to talk about. It almost sees, see, makes them seem easier to talk about and easier to deal with. Yeah, with that backdrop of oh yeah, and we're being chased by demons, right? And the shit, the shit's falling from the sky. Like it's like exactly. okay, let's talk about this. It almost like makes you feel more empowered to right. talk about those really difficult things. Get past the bullshit. Just get to that's the real right stuff. because like you you know there are so so many other things going on, but it, it really allows you to to feel those feelings. Um, and totally. not feel like it's too much. Yep. You know? And bravo because, you know, uh, bravo to Marvel because Wanda is a flawed character. She is not, mm-hmm. she, she, you know, she now has this sort of like dark spot on her, on her cape, if you will. Like she, you know, she, she really messed with a lot of people. She, she really has brought a lot of people uh, hurt and lost time or whatever. So She's not a perfect, you know, this this female character that is flawed is another thing that we get a lot of, mostly in sci-fi and fantasy. I mean, Xena was that. Winona is certainly that. Uh, so, no, I love that that Marvel is embracing a lot of great female characters, and it's not just about being, like, this perfect kind of ideal. It's like, no, she did some fucked up shit, but I, mm-hmm. 
I can't well, wait to see she what she a, does next. She was a Hydra agent. That's how she got, yeah. you know, and, and again, it's like, it shows the side of how, how do people get into these wackadoo, uh, you know, essentially cults and regimes and all, you know, sure. And it, I mean, that's where she started, but she thought she was getting into it for a different reason. And it's really looking at the, the why behind people, why they do things. That and they it's do. not always it's black and white. It's not in- simple. Incomprehensible. And then we're root. We're somehow rooting for that. You know, just makes you yes. think it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot going on there. It's true. And I'm sure there are a lot of very flawed, interesting characters in non-genre shows. Yeah, who just cares? Care about them. No, <laughs> I'm sure they're fantastic. I'm sure they're fantastic. That's just not what we're I just, I love it's genre. too close to real life, you know? Yeah, I just, I don't know why. There's the whole, like, even the leftovers. There was very little, like, sci-fi-ish things that happened. But mm. the fact that the backdrop of that whole exploration of people dealing with loss and grief and all that was set against, like, randomly 2% of the world's population just disappeared right. for some reason that took it to a whole level of intrigue for me that otherwise wouldn't have been there so it's just like whatever is happening it's you know like gray's anatomy if that was set in some kind of sci-fi utopia in space it'd be hard <laughs> to watch it but it could be the exact Trust same me. show compared to an actual like, hospital it is a sci-fi that's utopia. <laughs> and also <laughs> listen and match if they're going till um, season 20 because i know yeah they might be going to space, so we don't know. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> well, we covered a lot today, but there was a lot this to cover. This was a long episode. This was a long episode. But I feel like we got a, a lot of good stuff episode. in here. There's so. a lot going on. There's, there's, there I mean, there's such Thank good goodness. content Thank right goodness. now. Yeah. We're getting closer to theaters opening. We're getting close to things happening. Someday we'll go to conventions again. Yay. Mm. Yay for life, I guess. Yay. I don't know. Things are looking good, Yay. guys. Things are good. But at least Disney Plus is here to keep us entertained. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. With Wanda. All right. Well. On that note, <laughs> wrap it all up. And um, thank you for your participation. You yes. As always, thank you for listening. You can go to SheNerdsOut.com for your one-stop snop. You can, one-stop, all the stop. You can leave us a voicemail. You know what? Shout out. Somebody send us a voicemail. Please. Yeah. Maybe make it, you know, it could be anything or, or, you know, something silly, something serious. Who cares? Like a fart joke. Yeah. Whatever. Do that. Sing us a song. Whatever. Yeah, please, somebody do that. Let's uh, next week we want to play something on. If you're the first one to do it, I mean, to be honest, if you send it, we're going to play it. Uh, we will <laughs> so absolutely make sure it's something that would embarrass you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you can also listen to old uh, episodes, and you can buy us a beer, and you can link to all of our socials, which are on the Twitter at Podcast One D, and Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. That's it. <laughs> There's an email. I think it's sheetersout at gmail. Yeah, you can do that too. And you can subscribe. You can like, leave us a rating. We'd really review. Appreciate it. Leave a review. Uh, we love reading them. We do. It makes it helps us. You it know? does. It gets, yeah. people gets us that you want to see. On the, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we only cry for a few minutes, guys, and then we yeah. then we bounce right back. Yes. Like if you tell us to wrap it up quicker, we will. So on that note. She nerds <laughs> out. out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. So we took that note and we went with it. But okay, let's go. It shows, no, you didn't. It shows learning. We're, yep. we're growing. We're growing so much, and we know now <laughs> we need to just get out of here quicker. <laughs>